Guaranteed, I think, I hope still, um, to piss you off with yourself, make you think, and help you grow. I will definitely say this last year. I've done all three of those things. Oh, my Lord. For myself. My God. Sure have. And as always, Become She is um, a transcendental movement. Ooh. Ooh, friend. <laughs> She is a movement capturing capturing the, the transcendental journey, journey of the strong of the strong woman to the free woman granting, granting herself permission to actualize to actualizing her highest self. It's my there. Lord, we have to bury it up. And this is a little archaeological dig. <laughs> my lord, <laughs> my god, help us all. That's what help happens after a year of rest. She. Do you hear me? You know that's my word. That's why you're looking over here. You know rest is my word. Rest is your word. Hey, y'all. But it's always there. It's always there. <laughs> Ooh, that waiting. Was funny. It was. I was struggling. Like, Are y'all hmm? judging us? <laughs> judge your mama. Don't judge me. <laughs> your mammy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so I have been at Nicolia's place for. Mm, like an hour now, over an hour, and I feel like we we caught up, we chit chatted because mm-hmm. we're friends in real life, and uh, for real, <laughs> and we kind of just talked about um, a direction for this episode, and usually, usually things are planned, but but mm, more so organically. But this time, I wanted us to just be a little bit more free flowing since it's been a year to kind of a check in and and. Uh, I promise there will not be a hiatus of 12 months. Jeez, has <laughs> yeah. it been that long? Yeah. Since our last episode, she checks in? I think November we checking, 2020. We were checking in the last episode now. The last episode, I think Trump was trumping Jeez. and Donnie was really <laughs> showing his whole ass. <laughs> Donnie. Don, 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 Don. But I will say one thing that I have learned from Donnie is his confidence is unmatched. And she's. I strive to have confidence like Donald Trump. I really do. Hmm. That and, man, and his community, his community amps him up. They make, they make him believe. Um, they do that he is support that he is seen Ooh. and supported. That's what a great woman told me. She asked me one day. <laughs> she asked me, you know that you are. She's talking about seen, me. Y'all. Yeah, of course. A great <laughs> woman told me. You know you are seen and supported, right? Because when you know you are seen and supported, you move like a human who is seen and supported. And that thing never left me. And that's what Donnie has. No matter how demented, no matter how backwards he may look, there is a community that is rooting for him to win. And that's why he continues... um, And he has been able to do what he's done. The power of manifestation... 
and mm-hmm. the power of the tongue. Um, so we're, we're titling this episode, I think, She Knows or She Knows Better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Nicolia said something before we started recording that, and I guess we could always say this, you don't know what you need to know until you know it. And had I known better, I would have done things different, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I feel like I can say every six months or so as I reevaluate, I I mean, six months might even be too long. I could say that all the time, but putting into practice what that really means. And I want to give practical examples of, of knowing better. Um, if, if I may, honey, of course. Um, I was sharing with Nicolia just my journey over the last six months or so. Mm, I can't even say six months. I'll say over the last year of really manifesting, just manifesting, I don't want to say what I want, but manifesting the openness of what needs to come to me Mm. and what that looks like, whether that be in terms of friendship family, career, um, money. The availability. You're moving things around, moving things out of the way to be open to receive mm-hmm. what it is. And I shocked myself recently mm-hmm. because I manifested the F out of some stuff that I didn't even realize how much I was manifesting until the things came to fruition. And I have to be honest that when the things started happening that I had been manifesting started happening, I was frightened Mm -hmm. because I said to myself, man, if I could conjure this up, conjure this energy up, what have I conjured up that I probably shouldn't have? And didn't know. And through through unintentionality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I've always listen. My my family is very Caribbean and very spiritual, and I've I've heard my whole life, you know, you are what you think, and, and you keep positive people around you, and and speak life, speak life, speak life, and and I I say that, and I do those things, but this time speaking life in some of the things that I manifested like hit me hard. So when it when when the things that I manifested happened, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like I almost like. Not that I wasn't ready for it. Well, maybe mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for it. Because I didn't real, realize how powerful my manifestation powers, dare I say, will be. And and other than manifesting, one thing that I've also learned or I'm committed to keep doing is not moving out of desperation. Mm. And I told you that, friend. Yikes. I told you that. You did. You said it reeks. It smells so funky. Yeah. You can smell it. You can see it. You can hear it before someone even opens their mouth. Moving out of desperation. And oftentimes when you move out of desperation, it never works out. Yeah. You know that. You know that. Because good good things take time. Well, at the heart of desperation is the belief that you don't have access. Therein lies the desperation. That's why the desperation is there because you don't believe that you in fact have access to whatever it is you're trying to convince others that you want and that's why i said to you what i said we all clench our money back is that when you are desperate we don't we don't we don't we tend to not support those that we feel need our money but we give our money to those that we feel like don't need it there's a reason why there's a reason why and that's why i said to you what i said Mm -hmm. when i said it that 
it was it was basically me as a friend saying like don't you don't you realize how supported you actually are because the way you were moving was as if you had no idea and maybe you didn't I didn't and I and I'm definitely going to go into that um as we're speaking um we're sitting in my living room on the 20 20- Second floor. The view is nice. Um, the top floor. The sun is setting. Uh, it is. And you can see the clouds. Uh, it's definitely an aerial view. Um, you can see the lake. You can see some high rises and some other buildings. You can see the tops of them. But I'm in my own space, um, in my own living quarters away from my husband and my children. Um, in this season of my life, um, I was telling you that I've had the honor and the ability. And, and at first, it's felt nothing like that. Moving in in May, to be honest, I was frightened. I was ultimately frightened. May but of I this knew, year? Yes, May of this year. Um, and I moved in with two of my girlfriends who helped me to make the transition from my husband's, um, well, the place that my husband and I shared together the with The fact my that you were just about to say my husband's place. Yeah. I caught that. And I had Continue. to, and I had to reposition myself um, with that. So the hud, the, the place that my husband and I shared with our kids, I moved there from there to my own place. And I was telling you for the first time in my life, I feel like I've had the ability to fully individuate um, and just kind of retracing mm-hmm. some of my college experiences and talking about how when my mom had to go to rehab and being 19 year olds, being 19 years old at the time, being technically and biologically an adult, mm-hmm. but developmentally and emotionally still not an adult. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And knowing um, that individuation, they say happens in our twenties, like fully happens in our twenties. Although I would, you know, not necessarily agree, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and just knowing that, I don't agree either, yeah. And just knowing that, um, after college, I, you know, immediately met my husband on my first kind of real life job. And then we kind of just started building from there and building our lives together. Mm-hmm. Um, after college, like I never had, and I never was made aware and, and never really fully understood why I needed to individuate because I was so reacting to life and responding to life. And as most of us do, just kind of going with the flow and going, you know, pushing through what's happening versus getting in front of the narrative of being ownership of my development, owning Mm. my maturation, Mm. owning. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think. You don't feel like you you owned it at that time? Well, I, I didn't think that I knew that I had, I, I don't think I knew that that was the language for it. Got it. I, I didn't even realize this level of ownership was possible until yeah. 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 Um, the separation happened. So um, after really just trusting God and just really knowing that I am his daughter, I am his child, like he has never left me and is committed to me so fiercely to my development mm-hmm. and just really learning to rest. That's something that I really talk about in like my other um, communities that I lead and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like really just kind of practicing what I preach to others, like rest it is a time to recover all through rest and so that's what i've really been doing and learning that individuation is so necessary before you come into union and partnership with other people because i don't or at least an idea of it yeah at least an idea of it because uh, all these words (laughs) sound real cute right now because we have more awareness than we did 
Ooh. a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago. So good. Like, I, I, I feel like I can say that I stepped into a union with individuation, but what that looks like mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is completely different. It's deeper individuation. Than, yeah, than yeah. what it looked like when I got married. And, and the things that I would require now if I wasn't already in a union mm-hmm. are completely mm-hmm. different. So, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Who's to say, like, what's the threshold of individuation? I was going to say, when we talk about become she, and we are talking about she knows better specifically today for this topic, Uh do you think individuation ever ends? No! Absolutely not. Yeah. It's an ever-evolving, we are ever-evolving, complex human beings. Yeah. And and it, it can't end because life will come at you fast mm. out of nowhere no sometimes no <laughs> sometimes you're oh aware God. sometimes you could foresee it if mm-hmm. sometimes you can't and so I think as life goes on as things happen the good the bad the ugly the sad the happy tears the sad tears all of that yeah that that shifts our individuality every single time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as it should Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess you could just say that, it, you know, if you're stepping into a partnership of any kind, whether it's relationship friendship or not, yeah, motherhood, right? any type of oh, role, business oh, owner, girl, <laughs> CEO, church leadership, you have to know who you are New at the job. core. <laughs> oh, see there? Come on. Come on, Lord. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, it's so much. When you're stepping into new spaces, Mm. I think it's important to to assess your individual self at that time and what you want to carry with you and what you want to drop off. Yeah. Yeah. And commit to carrying and commit to dropping off because you don't always need to carry the same thing into new spaces. You just don't. I think for me, when we're talking about she knows better and just thinking about just the whole... You know, Become She has an underlying theme of helping us realize that we're always and forever evolving and developing. Um, and really, because we understand the the continual journey of self with self, that you, you have to be invested in being in the ownership seat of what that development looks like for you. Girl, can we, can we actually talk about how that applies to Become She, the podcast itself? Yeah. Like yeah. this, this whole experience, think about the first, think yeah. about the first time we met and talked about starting this podcast down to like, just visualizing and dreaming up what we wanted it to be yeah. to the first time where, where we recorded, where we, we recorded, yeah. who we recorded with, what we even talked about, yeah. how we even planned our season. She must go through seasons. To where that we are That was the very now. first episode. And now we are legit in the ownership space of all of it. I feel like this podcast has been so prophetic, like, because when we talk about Become She, it's literally, Become She is like a commandment. It is. It's a command to develop. It's Mm -hmm. a charge. It's a call to action. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's so charged. Like, you don't have a choice. It is a command. You know? So... When we were first coming up with the name, I think we were tossing around Becoming She... (laughs) That ing means something, honey. Continuation, <laughs> and even though we are, and it's always a continuation yeah. of self. Mm-hmm. I think the command says, "Okay, I can still be learning, but I'm going to commit to becoming I to. who I need to be." So it's not, "I'm going to still be becoming." It's no, become today. 
become now and become then become, in this moment. and then become tomorrow and then become the next day like it's continual commitment every single day every single day you have to commit to girl i wonder if summer walker will ever listen to this uh, podcast <laughs> I mean, did you listen to her album? I've heard of it. I've heard. Like, wait, 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 pause. With the Sierra Prayer. Have you not listened to Fourth Baby Mama? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> now, now you gotta. Now you. No. Now I gotta. Now I gotta listen. Now that's a that's a charge no. and a command. The first line what? of that song is, "I'm gonna start with your mama. She should have whooped your ass." Dang. That's the first line of that song. We were just talking about dysfunctionality in the family. We have so many episodes to catch y'all up on. We have so much to talk about. Become shears. The Summer Walker is becoming shears. <laughs> right. We need somebody needs to drop the link in her. We can really do it on Instagram. We can totally just drop the episode link in her Instagram. Her album is Let's so do fire. It. It's gorilla, so fire. Gorilla marketing. Like four or five times. Yeah. And it's such a raw piece of work. And it's vulner- it's vulnerability at its best. She's an amazing singer, so I definitely she am is. going to check it out. Um, I just know that we've undergone so much becoming. Oh my god, we're just kind of getting back into the podcasting space, but it's never left our hearts. It's yeah. just that we were on our own journey of becoming, and we would often talk about. I was like, on the struggle bus, y'all. Me and you both, girl. Like <laughs> becoming is not glamorous. If we, if Ooh. we are honest. Becoming is not glamorous, mm-hmm. but everybody want to be there when you become whatever that thing looks like. Wow. But very few are equipped in the trenches for the journey to journey with you. And for me, I think that for me with you has been the most valuable thing outside of the podcast. Like often we've said, if we never podcast again in real life, like we are friends mm-hmm. and you know, and that has been something that has been what's made the journey possible to become is knowing that it has been deeper than podcasting deeper than just performing podcasting as podcasters it has been a real friendship where you've seen me in different seasons starting with when we met at our job and i complimented you on your shoes like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) it it, it started there and it's become this and very few people are capable of being able to even witness you like Let's be clear that everyone's not able. I don't want everybody to witness. Everybody's me, not able. I don't want you can't or trust need yeah. everybody to Agreed. witness me. That that's something Agreed. I can say. Agreed. I've always had in my individual uh, <laughs> suitcase. <laughs> you can't trust them all, y'all. Yes, <laughs> you can't but, trust them all, y'all. That's a whole because slogan. some people will watch your journey. Oh, some people will watch your journey and and just. Shit all over yeah. it. Yeah, I'm sorry. With dishonor, time. dishonor yeah. your journey. Yeah, and 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 therefore dishonoring themselves. Jeez. So then you can't really show up with them when they're dishonoring themselves by dishonoring you. Jeez. I mean, she knows better. She, she knows, knows better. better. I definitely have been there and am no longer. And I can say that. I can say that that is something that um, when you know what honor sounds and looks like, you never go back to anything less than honor. Um, And just realizing that since we're talking about She Knows Better, that you are worth being honored in every season of your journey. That -hmm. is the only thing that is going to bring you through the journey because you will legit walk out on your own journey. Many people have. 
Many people have said, nah, I, I'm done. And therefore, they are arrested at the third grade level, at the 10th grade level, at the freshman year and college level. Like people have literally stopped journeying with themselves um, because they don't understand what honor sounds and looks like and that they, they don't understand that they're worthy this, of honor at, at every phase, no matter what it looks like. You are still worthy of what it. I said earlier about mm-hmm. the power of manifestation yeah. and not moving in desperation because if Ooh. you do honor yourself, you will manifest the things you desire. And if you honor yourself, you will not move in desperation Yeah, because honoring yourself is not taking the crumbs that somebody left mm. behind honoring yourself is not taking less than when you know you deserve better. Yeah. That's desperation. Yeah. Cannot be the same thing as honoring. Oh, can't, won't it's stop. It's not synonymous. <laughs> it's not synonymous. It's not. And anytime yeah. you start feeling like, Oh, I, I will just take this or moving desperate. You need to have a check with yourself as to why are you feeling so desperate right now? Cause it's not even about the thing you think it's about. Yeah. It's deeper. There's a trigger. There's a wound. There's a wound that goes back. There's a wound that goes back. I was telling you earlier when you were talking about your mom dropping your experience feeling dropped. Not dropping me. Let me rephrase that. Feeling dropped by my mom. When you were in college. Change the language up, people. Once you realize what you're doing with your language, change it up. I felt dropped by her. And I told you Mm -hmm. that that because you had said that that was the first time you mm-hmm. felt dropped mm-hmm. and i said that was not the first time you felt dropped that ha- you have had that was not a foreign uh experience to you yeah. otherwise it wouldn't have hurt so bad that yeah. came from somewhere and i was telling you about there's this podcast listen y'all know i love me some renee <laughs> brown if you don't know who she is shame on you <laughs> go on youtube right now and look up renee brown and just you're welcome Bask. Um, maybe she's on Netflix, she's a Netflix special. Please, mm, I've her. watched it like three to five times. Girl, it is so. She has a podcast unlocking amazing. us, and God, my therapist told me about Renee Brown. Yeah. and shout out to therapy. Y'all still in therapy? <laughs> and if not, if you if you are still carrying the I don't need therapy, I just need prayer. <laughs> I'm about to hit you. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to not carry that into 2022. Like we gotta let that narrative go. Anyway, so she, uh, on her Unlocking Us podcast, she has an episode with um, Oprah Winfrey and someone named Dr. Perry, I believe, who's like a colleague of Oprah. Oh, forgive me if I'm messing that name up. But Oprah and this doctor, they just wrote a book called What Happened to You? Mm. I should have requested it on my Doesn't that hit a visceral space in your soul? Just the title of What Happened to You? And, oh God, they talk about, they talk about so much, please listen to it. But they, they mentioned that a lot of the uh, challenges that we experience, I'm careful not to always use the word trigger because what they really are, are are challenges that we experience. But she talks about, they talk about how a lot of the challenges that we experience in adulthood really started or, or became challenges when we were just a few months old and we think that when kids are like five, six, seven, eight, yeah. around those ages, thirteen ish, that's when like their their memory really kicks in, and that's what's shaping them. It really starts at like three, four, five months. Yeah. And I was like, yikes! Like that 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 tells me because at that age, babies can't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, they can hear and they can feel, 
But that tells me that bringing a soul, a life into this world is nothing but energy because that means whatever mm-hmm. energy they are feeling mm-hmm. or are surrounded mm-hmm. by, that is the energy that they mm-hmm. carry with them. Or even the energy that they, they, they are conceived in. Ooh, and Jesus. that's why birth stories Ooh, are Jesus. so important Ooh, and Jesus. origin stories are so important because, see, we will sit up mm. and we will find the origin story about the U.S. and be more concerned about the U.S. being unfair and know nothing about how our parents got together God. and the surrounding circumstances God. around that God. and who was watching God. our parents conceived in the type of environments that they were conceiving you in. Or even as, we won't as, research as that. a mother it was carrying. What, yeah. was, what was her pregnancy like? Yeah. What were those 10 months like? Was what? she supportive? in her pregnancy or what she talked about like a dog by her community and her family and her <laughs> quote-unquote sisters God. or was your father supported or you know did you just dip off and move to the next the next person like we don't we don't research those origin stories and i think we Ooh, should God. I, think, I think we should start because it will inform us to she knows better it will inform us on the things that are cropping up that we're like how did this get here it it's always been yeah there. it has always been there. There. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's hitting like a ton of bricks as we cross over into 2022. It really is. I think I'm going to read that book. I don't know if I'm ready for it, but I do think I want to read it. What happened to you? Yeah. That book sounds so haunting. It sounds like a book that will haunt you. Brene Brown talking about she was crying every page. And I was like, Jeez. what are you, Brene? And Brene's done the work. <laughs> because dismantling hurts. But that's the only way that true growth happens, though. That's the only way true growth happens. I'm proud of you, friend. Because you've been dismantling. You've been tearing down. <laughs> y'all, y'all should see Nicole's face. You have been tearing down. It's like the puzzle. Like, you kind of mess up the puzzle pieces. The Tetris. The pretty, pretty the puzzle. The Tetris pieces. And the you're putting pieces. The, the pieces back together. It's not cute, though. It's not. It's ugly. When you have a pretty puzzle that you done put hours and work and time into, and then you got to smash it on the but, floor. But what's not, been, what's not been pretty is that you begin to discover and realize that there are people who would rather show up for the false version yeah. of you the pre- the pretty than, picture than, after be, than, yeah, than the ugly version of you. Like people will support that and, and hype that up. That's why I don't want nobody around me like that. That's mm-hmm. why I don't want too many people around me. Like I get, and, I, and listen, as she knows better, in my 20s, there are so many things, I, as as I am 37, I believe. Yeah, 37. I'll be 38 next year. 37, I would tell so many things to my 20-year-old self. People posturing, people wanting access, mm. people inviting me places. And none of it had to do with me. It all had to do with them wanting proximity to a version of me that was not really truth because i hadn't gotten to the, the real me until adversity you don't find out the real you until you go through a hard season and then you find out the real friends who can and family yeah and family who can and are willing to witness you in those hard places without judgment and with honor and with god's opinion because you know i'm all about understanding and hearing and knowing god's opinion because my own opinion sucks because i'd be like girl Walk out because it's ugly. Walk out and God, like, no, if I didn't walk out, don't you, you don't have the right to walk out. I've given you grace for this too. Girl, sometimes <laughs> I just want to be moisturized. <laughs> like, I want somebody to just moisturize me, put on a good Netflix show for me to watch, and bring me a moisturize you have what your favorite essential oil, African shea butter. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if it's warmed a little bit. So that it melts evenly into my I skin. I can't. I'm basically saying like sometimes I don't got the energy for all this work. 
<laughs> long story short. The long short of it is, I'm tired. I just want. I I'm tired. I'm tired, man. After just think about the last couple years. Who has been rough? I ain't gonna lie. At that point, my next last of barefoot blueberry from Scotto. Yeah, we are going to have to up the game from barefoot i'm saying oh i'm saying it's on record you have always evolved we're not doing it and it's funny that you have blueberry because i brought you um i brought you a blueberry wine so yeah i did merry christmas happy holidays friend you knew it was real when i was like we had to come up from the coast she knows better that coast so y'all remember that episode (laughs) do y'all remember that episode it was she she thinks 2019 no 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 she thinks no Whatever. It wasn't 2020. But maybe <laughs> we had an episode She Things where maybe. we were like talking about our favorite um just our favorite items, I think, and like gifting things. Baby, when I said coach, you got quiet. Your face went flat line. There was no reference for what I was saying. You couldn't understand. <laughs> Nicolia mentioned coast so baby. I was like, you had you brought me, you, so? brought me, you brought me about that poverty. I went to the <laughs> store to look for what she I was talking about. <laughs> and you screenshot it. I, I have never heard of it before. Honey. That thing was drying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. She knows better. I knew that I had to switch it up. See, your friends are supposed to upgrade. They're supposed to let you do dumb if stuff like this. you are the out coast there up. putting coasts. Maybe I, so, I switched it up to Yardley so quick. And now I'm at there Dove. There we go. Now I'm at Dove. Wow. We're, we're, <laughs> we're resting, huh? We're resting at Dove. Okay? Stop using coasts, y'all, if you are. It's not. It's not okay. Oh. Well, you know better. You have to do better. She knows better. <laughs> and she is doing better, y'all. Check in. What did you say? I'm just thinking back to when I saw Coast in the store for the first time, and I was like, "You were, I, yeah. you know." My my thought was like, "Why is my friend using this?" I'm not even joking. I was like, "Why is she? Why is she using this?" That's why I was, friend. No, I know. That's I, why I was. I know now. And listen, a lot of you knowing better has a lot to do with the people around you who are sharing authentically what's going on in their lives. You have you have been such an open book. Go ahead, friend. You put that Baptist finger up. Go I ahead, did. Share. I did because I Go said this share. to my friend today. Shanique, shout out to you. Hey, I Shanique. said this to my friend today. I was talking about... Um, how my white counterparts mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. very open mm-hmm. when it comes to discussing salary ranges mm-hmm. and how my melanated friends mm-hmm. are not so much. Yeah, we close the money bag conversation. We not yes. having them conversations. And I, I was saying this to her mm-hmm. because I'm currently in conversation around money mm-hmm. at work. And I, I called my, my friend to ask her just just some advice on how she'll handle the conversation. And the first thing she said to me, she's white, was what did they offer you? Right. And I was open, honest, and transparent about the numbers, the the package, everything. And as was she, and then she started talking about her stuff. And we had this really open, candid conversation about when it makes sense to ask for more, when it doesn't make sense why we would ask for more and it was all very strategic mm-hmm. and i'm not to, not to say that i can't have this conversation with my melanated friend that's not what it was yeah but it was just so matter of fact with her mm-hmm. and then it dawned on me and i was like wow like this this is why it's important to share with your community 
not the naysayers, your community, these kind of conversations, because mm-hmm. I learned something Wow. that I did not have before. Yeah. You acquired a new skill set. I really did. Yeah. In a matter of 10, a 15 new minutes. When it comes to just, yeah. just salary stuff in general. And being open to that. And being open to that. So when you say it's about having the community that won't judge you and, yeah. and, and that will... Y'all are all building the together. Openness. We'll the, have the openness. The openness. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know why that is with people of color. We could be so, I don't know, just tight. Probably because it's scarcity. It's fear. And it's fear. fear. Scarcity. Yeah. It's fear. We, we, we never had. So we're gonna hold on to every little thing. And and I, I release that. But but anyway. I, I release it too. I stand in agreement with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. That. Yes. But it's about community. So it now is. I know better. And now when somebody asks me, maybe 10, 15 years from now, maybe I'll be a mentor to somebody. I have that knowledge that I didn't have before. Listen, you, I've always told you, you have been the grownest woman that I know. So even though you're younger than me, I have always looked at you as a mentor. Um, I've looked at the things that you put in your home. I've been to both of all three of your homes when you were single mm-hmm. and then yes. when you were married <laughs> and then when you had your house like I've literally journeyed with you and I've watched and observed the way you um adorn your environment and mm-hmm. I've learned um the the type of woman that you are by what you value and quality so I knew that I had yeah. to come up with that coast that coast spirit had been up <laughs> off me real quick because of the, the women that I are in, I'm in community with right and so yeah. Yeah. When you have that openness and when you feel that people in your community have availed themselves and made mm. themselves available mm-hmm. to learn from, growth happens so much more quickly. It does. Um and it you can does. and you can jump levels in the Super Mario game faster because there's openness and trust and no judgment and no fear. Um, and I mean, I've been made better for it. So mm. I mean, she knows better has a lot to do with your community as well. Yeah, your community. Your community. Community is everything. I, I I can confidently say, you know, y'all know I'm good at cutting the weeds. <laughs> That's my early episode. Check it out, y'all. She cuts the weeds. That was, that was season one. I can confidently say that I don't think I have anybody in my circle currently that I don't feel like I'm in community with. Mm. We all have our boundaries and yeah. we all have our art. Healthy communities do. Hello. We're not just. Hello. We just not, you know, overlapping on each other. <laughs> but I don't feel like, any, when I say that, I don't feel like anyone is so close to where they feel like scarcity around me. Yeah. As if Ooh. I'm going to take from them or I'm yeah. going to nitpick and, yeah. and pick out the, the little parts that I love. And it's like. It, it's like getting your favorite ice cream and, and picking out all the good parts and putting that to the side that you're going to eat for later and all the little nasty parts you're giving that to like your dog or something. I don't have that in my community. Thank God for Jesus. And that yeah. has taken work. That has taken time. And just knowing that like, I don't know, quality over quantity any day. It's true. Quality over quantity. It's true. It's true. Any day. And quality is determined by your ability to know better, being able to have core values. To so circle you, it back, yeah, friends. circle yeah, it back. Because I'm always, because I'm always going to um, understand me that you can only pick at the level of your ability to identify. 
if you can't identify it, then you can't pick correctly. And I think I was sharing that with you, that if there were some things that I knew beforehand, I would have done things a lot differently, but I only knew when I knew, and I'm not going to beat myself up for not knowing. I'm going to honor myself. It I'm was a lesson. Honor it. Yeah. You needed it. You I needed did. It. And God gave me the grace to learn the lesson. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's what I mean by honoring yourself, mm-hmm. even in the learning process, Like you don't have to take yourself through the ringer and you should remove yourself from communities that take you through the ringer when you're learning because that will stifle and arrest your development if you're around people that are doing the tsk 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 and i told you so thing no we don't do that in the communities that i'm in now like you get to learn the lesson you get to be honored as you learn that seals that that seals that knowledge up that you've learned and now you have the confidence to learn more. So many of us, we don't even have the confidence to learn because we've been so injured in the journey by people who don't know how to honor us. But think, think about people who do that with their children. My God, <laughs> it's transferable. If you do it with yourself, you and do then, it with your spouse, ugh, your children, that's what, your that's, employees. That's what I'm saying. Ooh, my so, Lord. That, that, so now when you're, you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and it's showing up the the shame around failure. Ooh, the shame. What what Jeez. did your mama, auntie, grandma, sister, cousin, whoever said to you at ten about your ability to fail and get back up? See, this goes so deep because some of us are were conceived in shame, so it only pings to that original foundation. So that's why I'm saying, like, yeah, like no, some of us we're not ending this way. I'm just, oh, oh, well, we might need a part two because what? I'm gonna tell you right now, I was conceived in shame. And I understand why my need to be perfect and have this perfectionism, I understand my need for the achievement appetite was so deep for me and why performance was so deep for me. It only was deep for me because I was conceived in shame. My mom got me pregnant, was was pregnant with me with a married man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was in a small town of Gary, Indiana. So all we were was a church community. So people in church and his church knew what was going on? They pulled up to my mama's door. Knocked her, his sisters knocked on the door. Like, hey, uh, you know he married, right? So yeah, when when you're con- going back to that conception and what you're conceived in in the environment, when you're conceived in that, yeah, I didn't have the communication skills to communicate that, but I, something in my embryonic fluid. You see what I was talking about something, earlier? Something about in, Renee Brown, uh, Oprah and them was talking you know what about? I'm saying? Something in, my, in, in the embryonic fluid that I was incubating in knew shame, 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 shame. So I came out the womb. How can I perform? How can I correct the shame that I felt as I was, you know germinating and gestating for these nine months and honestly you 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 can't change your story of origin you you cannot you have to make peace with it you have have to honor it dare i say love on it even a little bit you have to nurture it if you hate on it like that's just gonna make it worse yeah love on love on your, your story of origin but make a commitment to yourself that you are going to actively mm-hmm. participate with yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not letting that be your ending story. Correct. And not letting it be a constant response. Yes. Yes. It, I'm not saying now that's you're easy. living a life of response to an origin story. And it matters not that you consciously know what your origin story is. Mm. Your atoms and your cells know, <laughs> and your body never forgets the that's tissues true. in your body. Never forget. They know. 
what happened. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you know better, um, it almost makes you like an active participant in wanting to know what happened to really take an inventory on why do I respond this way when this happened? I think we should end there. I think as we move into this new year, Mm. wow, that, that, that is kind of how we should lead. Mm. Just, just, just an active glance of, of why, why, where is this really coming from? And that again, this goes back to not moving in desperation, whatever that means to you and proper manifestation. Because if you are writing down, speaking, visualizing, verbalizing the life and space you want to have, that whenever that creeps up, whenever the, whenever the, um, the little, the little person in your story of origin shows up, you know what to do with them mm-hmm. because if they don't fit into your manifestation story, then they cannot continue. I said earlier, decide what you're going to continue with and what you're going to leave behind. Yeah. And that's, that's part, that's part of manifesting. I let go of fear and, and shame and anger. Mm-hmm. So it's not yours. It's not mine. It's not. You were created it's not mine. by God. And when God created you, he said, it is good. So right. it is good. It is well. Yeah. That makes you think of a church and it is well with my soul. Ah! Y'all know that one. It is well <laughs> with my soul. Sing jazz. Nah, we not doing it. <laughs> Ain't no organs. Ain't no organs. So we leave you guys yes. with this. Man, after a year, like I said, it's not going to be another 12 months. We're not doing an episode a year. We've, really. we, we've had enough experiences to now where we can relay them. Um, but we were going through some develop, some developing and becoming. Yeah. That's really what the silence was about, was yeah. weathering our own storms and transformations yep. and development and being present with each other friend you never left never you never stopped answering your phone never never you kept checking up on me and i you and prayers went both ways oh god listen let me tell y'all something as we end this episode find you some friends silence is golden when it's appropriate (laughs) yeah yeah when it's appropriate but real friends are present and we'll call and bustle your line with a whole prayer. It's true. With a whole prayer. Well, they'll be mad be mad at whatever happened. And then, okay, we're going to stop being mad. It's time to pray. And I can say, honestly, that you are that friend. You come from a line of prayer warriors. Unpassy. Shout out to Unpassy. <laughs> Shout out to Learn, Mama. Learn right now. You hear me? That's violent, honey. Some prayer mm. warriors. And so it does not surprise Shout me that. <laughs> do you hear me? It does not surprise me that our connection went so much deeper than our first um, yeah. kind of casual complimenting. And Hello. yeah, Hello. some prayers have been exchanged between the both of us. So, Well, guys, um, be kind to yourselves. Please. And everyone around you. Please. Mm. This has become she. Sign out. <laughs> become she. Become free. Thank you.